everyone, it's the Film Drunk Frogcast. Coming at you not live from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. We've got LA Matt, aka Phone Matt, joining us via Skype. Hell yeah, dude. It's just me at my house all by my lonesome, man. Just me alone in Los Angeles. With my resonator guitar. Oh man. You know, you know you know you're lonely when you're playing a slide guitar. Yeah, man, that's the lonely man's choice. Is the music still playing? I can actually hear the music now. It seems like we finally got our shit together. Yeah, to the I mean, point where I can hear the music, but it's loud. It's like it's loud. That's one way to look at it. I would tell you how I did it, but I don't want to give up my trade secret of playing it out of the speaker on my phone into a microphone. Yeah, no, no spoilers. <laughs> Uh, Brendan is also here, future NFL Hall of Famer Brendan. What are you, are you not, what are you doing? What's he doing? I can't hear him. Hello? Hey, everybody. I already turned well, that microphone down. You're ruined. This bit is ruined. Oh, well, I was calling. You, that's how you're playing the music. So I thought that I would call in. And also, this way. This would have been a really funny thing to do, like with with Hello? video, with video. Hello? <laughs> I don't know if that oh. was I don't know if that was super effective over a podcast. Can I can I tell you what I think the bit was? Sure. As as someone who wasn't there, uh, did you call the broadcast on the phone and talk? Yeah. See, don't underestimate our listeners. Yeah, really don't, dude. Because I totally got it, and I was immediately enthralled. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to record some uh like <clears throat> uh music that goes in between the scenes to like the new Lethal Weapon movie or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was thinking like uh like or like a beer commercial like yep. w- when it's hot before the beer like shows up at the party when everyone's just like this party sucks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you really picked the worst day of the year to throw your big rager. It's it's so hot. I know. And there's only fugly dudes here. Ugh, and this pool doesn't even have water in it. I know. Todd's dead at the bottom of it. You're a man who knows what he wants. And that's when like the rock starts. You can't really rock out with it. No, no, you switched bit. I was I was switching to the Viagra thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a man who knows what he wants. And then Boners. You, just, you just part eye you lock eyes across the room. She's just sitting in a in a clawfoot tub on the lawn for some reason. Having trouble getting Quasimodo to ring your bell end. <laughs> Low T got you feeling a high J. Wait, Reach for Viagra. Wait, what's the J stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Oh Get man. You. Oh man. Yeah. High, like jerk, like you're feeling like a jerk. Low T keeping you from getting a big O. There we go. 
That's that's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got Joe Sinclitico coming on in a bit. Uh, I thought we could talk about Westworld. Also, I wanted to talk about the Ballad of Ken Bone. Oh, Ken Bone. Is that that going to be Matt's song this week? Yeah. Was that uh, <laughs> what was that? Was that from um Ken Bone he likes pregnant chicks. Is that inside Louis Davis? Bone, what was that? Ken Bone, Ken it's, Bone. It's a Ken bunch of bone, it's a bunch of shit. I've Ken had I've bone, had five, Ken five, Bone, Ken Bone. It's Ken Bone. It's a song about Ken Bone. That's Let's cool. just call it that. Ken Bone likes buttholes and he likes pregnant women. He jacked off to the fappening. It's a good song, dude. Yeah. What's so, the sound quality like? It's Is good. It it's good? it's real good. So am I, am I the only one that's going to defend Ken Bone? Well, well d- defend him on what? Let's start at the beginning where, you know, half of our listeners are like, who the fuck is Ken Bone? Right. And um, we have he to asked the question. Hey, to meet our energy needs. What? While at the same time remaining environmentally election, friendly. Or at the debate, and minimizing sorry. job loss. Uh-huh. For I'm, I'm playing it right now. Um, he asked a question about what are you going to do to maximize energy independence while also keeping coal jobs or something. Basically, uh, I think he works he works like for some sort of coal thing. You know, working on a coal mine is hard work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, going back to the well. And you need a hard drink. Piss. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, so global this- warming is a myth. <laughs> oh, <are> you- <sighs> so basically, the, the, the entire conceit of that whole debate was that like they were gonna get it was supposed to be a town hall with people who were undecided still, right? So theoretically, like, he was supposed to be like an undecided voter, and then that whole debate was pretty much a nightmare from start to finish because oh man yeah i had a nervous breakdown halfway through where i was like it's not fair that he even gets to talk to her well it seems like they're competing to see who can interrupt the moderator the most yeah oh it's so gross everything's gross about it i was like fucked up at work on monday i was i just felt this this high level yeah. dread and i yeah. i texted my wife uh, Stop, you can't you can't anticipate it man you just gotta you just gotta, you lean gotta into trust it. us yeah trust us instead of instead of saying my wife now i'm just gonna do this okay uh that, so that I, makes- I i i texted my wife thank you uh <clears throat> let's remember how we feel today so we don't talk ourselves into watching on wednesday yeah good call yeah was there another debate on wednesday there's another one this one there's one oh, yeah tomorrow fuck. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, dude. it was. I know. Yeah, that's why I don't know. I got confused by which Wednesday you meant. Yeah. Anyway, so I feel like at a certain point, but it, but I'm with you in that it feels like that was like four months ago, right? Yeah. And at a certain point, I, I don't know, like who decided that it was a power move for politicians to like interrupt the moderator. Like you, it. I think it was maybe it was during the Republican debates where like one guy would 
would just steamroll the moderator and then the other guys will be like, well, if he gets to do it, I get to do it. And I'm not the alpha. I'm not the alpha candidate if I don't also steamroll yeah. the moderator. So this one was just them fucking interrupting. It's a show of power, Vince. Yeah. I, I hesitate to, to even use the alpha beta you know, dichotomy thing because it's been so far co-opted. It's been cucked uh, out. Just like, just like Pepe yeah. before it. It's been so far co-opted. But like, how is anyone under any illusion that any of these fucking doughy douchebags in <laughs> ill-fitting suits are anything resembling alpha they're like the grossest most they totally th- like the republican debate do you think any of those guys didn't get stuffed in fucking lockers uh, like yeah. donald trump would not have a chip on his shoulder if he didn't get his fucking ass kicked because everyone hated him yeah. like yeah. i guarantee you he got eaten alive at military school i guarantee it did he go to military school yeah he went to a military oh, school because his whole thing was like well i never served but i went to a military school and really <laughs> you know um some people say i was better than uh, that was better than serving i bet there was a lot of good cocaine at that school because you know it was all like rich kids who got sent there yeah, by yeah, their dad it's, it's all it was like new york military school yeah uh, so you think military school there's like cocaine there it seems like that's the one place where they do a good job of making sure there's no cocaine there but maybe i'm wrong Are you i could be wrong you, i feel like you get a bunch of rich kids anywhere especially a boarding school of any kind there's gonna be cocaine i had a buddy who got kicked out of chote uh-huh. Uh, which is like like the Kennedy. He actually had an Ivanka Trump story. She went there. Oh. So so that's the kind of people you see, that you see them titties though. Uh, no, he he. Uh, oh yeah, he dude. chewed tobacco with her. <laughs> they, what? Um, yeah, they because they're really big on. If you ever meet someone who went to like a big boarding school on the East Coast, they almost always dip because yeah. that's like what they do. They sit around. Rich kids and, love. Well, yeah. I feel like all all rich kids kind of love dip. Yeah. That's true. What? I think also in boarding school, there's there's like little supervision. They sit around their board, so they just dip a lot. But anyway, um, some of the stories he had, he got kicked out after his freshman year, and the stories he had, they were just like fucking depraved. Right. Um, yeah. And he got kicked out for drugs. Well, dude, no <laughs> one does drugs like, no one has access to drugs like rich kids. Yeah. Yeah, they right. fuck around with that shit, but it's mostly like rich kid drugs, though. It seems like they all, they have like the cocaine parties and like the 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 pill parties yep they, they have the types of parties where there's just a bowl of pills and you're supposed to just take some pills i like seems, pills that seems sounds dangerous like an, that sounds like an after-school special i don't think that ever really <laughs> happened no it happened to my friend when he met keanu reeves <laughs> <laughs> wow keanu reeves made him uh, take, did, a, did take a handful a red of pill? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice. take the red pill. Oh, that was good. Uh, so that was the whole Ivanka Trump story. Was that he di- he dipped with her? Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's story, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, the the politicians. Well, sorry, love- I, she didn't. I I I I knew the Trump name at that point, but yeah. this was you know in 1997 when he told me the story, so I didn't really give a shit. Right. Right. If it's, it were now, it kinda, I'd probably press him for details. I hate that I find her attractive. It's so weird that like she came out hot, and then her two brothers look like latter day Habsburgs. Like oh, they look like they're definitely hemophiliac. Yeah, they look like the, the like the <laughs> fucking Habsburg with one like shriveled the, nut, the one shriveled <laughs> nut, and like a, like an arm that doesn't work right. The Kaiser Wilhelm arm. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. that jaw where the tongue's too fat to chew right, kind yep. of thing. Yeah, and then somehow the daughter came out fine. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So anyway. Fucking, oh, Matt, you're taking away video? 
Yeah, I was done having you see what the inside of my room looks like. Okay, fair enough. So this Mostly because I sat on sad. my papazon and I was like, I don't want him to know I have a papazon. Yeah. <laughs> so Ken Bone... So Ken, <laughs> did you get it at Cost Plus World Market? I fucking did. <laughs> That's exactly where I got it. Cost Plus World Market. We got hot sauce and papazon chairs. Yep. I used to work there. <laughs> Did you really? I worked there in high school. I carried out yeah. a lot of Papa Sun chairs. Oh, man. People's cars. So Ken Bone stands up. He asks a question. And then the internet decides they love him because he's got like a, an adorable little, uh, uh, what do you call that thing? The, Red three-quarter zip. Yeah. Cardigan. I was going to say cardigan, but it's more of a cable knit three-quarter yeah, zip. It's a three-quarter and, zip. No. And he's got a white shirt and a white tie. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the mustache and glasses. The guy is a freak <laughs> so he looks super normcore and everybody you know he, he's like cuddly and everybody decided they loved him and that's fine like bear, he looks like, like an extra bear. from making a murderer yeah true <laughs> no way he's way he's like way too clean mm. murder is dirty business <laughs> <laughs> if you got a taste for murder i mean no he looks like he could be like a clerk to one of the lawyers on making a murder yeah okay He's very normcore. I'm gonna, yeah. That's all. That's all I'm going with. And uh, he asked a question about clean coal, which isn't which isn't a thing. But I guess if you work for the coal industry, that's what you ask about. And then he did a Reddit a Reddit AMA, and people. Oh, yeah. It's not that, like and he looked through his history, and people just like look through his history. Like he did a <laughs> he did a Reddit AMA <clears throat> under his his like normal Reddit name because he's like apparently been an active redditor, so people could see like his entire Reddit history. Which was also yeah. something that happened with uh, Chet Hayes a while back, nice. and it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So it was just it was just Chet Hayes sending like lascivious messages on the Argon Wild. Oh yes, <laughs> is that true? That's oh, amazing. Yeah, it is. Hey girl, you hella thick. You hella oh, thick though. Anyone who like tries to communicate with the women, uh, like either w if it's porn comment sections or it's fucking like Reddit gone wild, I always just. I just wonder. I I know they're mid-stroke. They're either mid-stroke <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, sure. or or they're like a little bit like socially inept, socially awkward. But I would say fifty-fifty on that. You're in the How middle of that like jack-off fugue state where you like yeah, think it might be a good <laughs> idea to send yeah. a message to the girl you're jacking off to. Where you That's... think anything is possible and <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, exactly. what if she answers back? And then you kind of like, you, you kind of delay your gratification a little just in case they write back. Oh, but then whoa. you're like, oh, they're not writing back. <laughs> and you impromptu, impromptu movie pitches. I know this is just to prime the pump for Joe Sinclitico. Of course, of okay. course. The world needs a new superhero. Uh, uh -huh. the, the superhero can sense when someone is jacking off and then they appear and they whisper in that person's ear and convince them to do things. So it's like a superhero, like, but it's, there's political intrigue because uh -huh, he's like uh -huh. trying to convince people to assassinate. He, he finds them at their most suggestible. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's like yeah. the, the Manchurian candidate, mm -hmm. the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I just thought of that. Yeah. 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 That was off the off top. Off top. <laughs> off top. Yeah. Hit me. Hit me with a resonator. I'm not great. Okay. I want to uh, point that out. So within 24 hours, the internet decides that Ken Bone is like the greatest guy ever. Like, fine. I like the idea. I like the idea of finding a random person and celebrating them. I have no problem with that. I think that's fine. And then like, even like the Chewbacca lady where she started like charging people for her autograph and stuff and people turned on her. I was like, whatever, man. Let her cook, Let, man. Yeah, dude. She, she, 
she's gone viral. Everybody knows who she is. Let her get hers for a day. It's fucking yeah. fine. Um, Why? Do, what, that's the thing about the internet. Everyone just expects like, I, I enjoyed you for free once and I'm going to enjoy you for free forever. It's like, right. you know what? Let these internet viral stars have their day in the sun. Give yeah. them some, some money. Yeah, they have no privacy anymore. So now, like, at least give them some, you know, buy the fucking T-shirt. Fine. So yeah. Ken Bone sold it. We're selling T-shirts. And, dude, it was kind of a cool T-shirt. Whatever. Let the guy get his. But then within a day, the internet discovers his Reddit history. And this is, this is the New York Post article about it. Headline, Ken Bone is actually kind of an awful guy. Jesus. Uh, America's debate, sweetheart, may be a bit bad to the bone. Ken Bone. Kill yourself! <laughs> oh, dude, that's that was a perfect time for a resonator. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, bad to the bone. <laughs> I can't really play it. Okay. Ken, Ken Bone Ken. ogled Jennifer Lawrence's, quote, butthole, unquote, <laughs> believes Trayvon Martin's death was justified. Which he didn't. Admitted to, quote, insurance fraud, unquote, and is a fan of kinky prego porn, unquote. Cringeworthy online musings discovered Thursday reveal. Wait, wait, wait. What's inky prego porn? Kinky. Kinky. Oh, I thought inky meant like a squid. No. No. Squid. The <laughs> squid. <laughs> squid. Uh, the crass leanings of the red sweatered internet darling emerged after he was boneheaded enough to use an old alias during. By the way, boneheaded enough, or maybe he was just like a nice guy and he didn't think the whole world was gonna dig through his fucking red. Or he didn't care. Charmingly naive, maybe like the the, the whole thing that you fucking liked about him in the first place, you jackals. Uh, yeah. They are a bunch of jackals. Commenting on hacked photos of a naked Jennifer Lawrence, Bone, 34. I find it really weird that this guy's younger than me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he looks he's like led he, a hard life. He looks like <laughs> he could be my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Bone, 34, channeled his inner Donald Trump. Uh, so, and like, the, the actual quotes, they're kind of like taken out of out of context like even the the trayvon martin thing it's not the greatest quote ever like if he was running for a public office but here's what he actually says what it is uh quote it doesn't have to be one or the other view here from what i read about the case the shooting of trayvon martin was justified but from what i've learned of zimmerman through statements interview and behavior he is a big old shitbird bad guy legally kills kid in self-defense sucks for everybody including us due to the media fuckery and by the way he's saying it was justified according to the law which is technically correct well in in that case the stand your ground law justifies murdering someone if you want to chase them it's not a great statement it's it's very much like gotta hear both sides but think about where he came from he came from a fucking debate where it was undecided voters of course he's a gotta hear both sides guy and And it's so disingenuous to go oh he he thinks Trayvon Martin's shooting was justified you know, it's like yeah, the, no. the way he got dragged for it was, was I thought, disingenuous. Right. That's not really what he, he didn't say. Like, oh, yeah, he should have killed him. He, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Welcome to the hell of the Internet, man. This is like, God damn. Everyone's just a fucking. I like Jackal. I'm going to use Jackal forever now for, for any of these bloggers. Yeah. And so, like, look, if he was standing behind that statement, uh, you know, I would say, all right, well, kind of a kind of a douche, whatever. But all right, this is like the perfect example of like the the internet decides you're you're something, and then they celebrate you for it, and then the next day they're like, what? You're not that something that we said you were. How dare you? We put you on a pedestal for nothing. 
like it kind of reminded me of like the Amy Schumer backlash where like everybody kind of decided that Amy Schumer was like this feminist icon and then right, like exactly. and then like 2 weeks later like, well some of these old jokes that we dug up actually aren't that feminist they're super problematic in fact <laughs> it's like i think she was just telling fucking jokes yeah and you're the one who said she was fucking great it's like when jesus was like being told oh so you say you're the king of the jews and he's like nah that's what you say and they're like fuck you bro you don't tell me when I call you King of the Jews. What I'm saying is Amy Schumer and Ken Bone are Jesus Christ. That's right. exactly right. Right. So the Jews, the, you, you're saying the Jews dragged Ken Bone? Well, uh, I would say the Romans did, but, you know, it depends who you ask. Uh, Paquito Moss just followed me on Twitter, dude. What's that? Cool. It's a, it's a Mexican chain. It's a Mexican food oh, chain. Oh, yeah. I saw you, I saw you Adam. Yeah, I, 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 because the, every time I go to a Paquito Moss, doesn't matter where the location, they're always playing Gypsy Kings. I had never heard of that. Hey, don't restaurant. at me, don't at me, bro. It's, I think it may be just please, Southern California. Please do not at me. Hey, uh, that's racist. No, <laughs> no, this is not racist. We don't, don't at me. <laughs> That would be more accurate. Matt, right. I can tell Matt doesn't know any, any Spanish guitar. That's that's what I got from that. Listen, all I can do is on this guitar is play open chord major note songs. I, just I, play it's, E it's, and then A minor, and then that, I can't, that's I can't a just switch to a minor chord with this. I haven't learned that far yet. As far as I know, I can only go major, and then I can go. Yeah, yeah. Is that right. what are you tuned to? Like open E? This is no. This is an open D. Got it. You gotta use them open tunings with the slide. I knew that. Yeah, dude. We're gonna get some oh, really fucking angry emails. I, I just about... sit in my room all day and play this, and I go like, "Shouldn't I be writing my screenplay?" <laughs> no, I kind of go. I love guitar, Matt. No matter what the listeners say. What What do the listeners say? They, I'm just I, predicting that they're gonna hate this. No, nah, they seem to like it too. Nah, oh, is this not can... the first instance of guitar, Matt? Oh, there was that one time where I played with the really uh, shitty little guitar a couple weeks ago. Oh, maybe you weren't there for that. But, I don't uh, think I was there for that. Uh, all I did, but that was, I had more variety in what I could play with that. This one's just going to be kind of a lot of little blues licks over and over again. Well, this is very much like the Buffalo Theory of uh, podcasting, where we we gradually like call the weaker listeners, mm-hmm. and so by the <laughs> end, they're we only have the ones that are like really the really alpha. really alpha the fans alpha listeners broadcast. Yeah, only the strong survive. Dude. There's like eight of them, but dude, they're all so so jacked. We still talking about Kimbone? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm reading. I'm currently reading. Uh, so you've been publicly shamed by John Ronson. Great book. So I read that feels, one. Feels like appropriate. Uh, I feel like everybody should read that one. It makes me nervous that someone's just going to dig up some shit I said on here and just completely. That makes me think that. That's... Which is like probably not super rational, but you know, it's like you read about, uh, you know, I just finished, I'm midway through it. So I just finished the whole Justine Sacco right. thing, you know, and that's and what I was like, going to talk about. Like, holy shit. I feel oh, like who's that? She's the one who, um, she said like, Oh, going to Africa. hope I don't get AIDS. Oh just, yeah. The big one. Just kidding. I'm white. Yeah. And she and, had 140 followers. And, and I feel like Sam Biddle should honestly do jail time for that. Cause that was like one of the biggest, <laughs> like it was such a dick move and he didn't even understand that it was a dick move. And then like a fucking, 
like a year and a half later after something similar to him, something similar happened to him. He was finally like, oh, yeah. He wrote like a, a mea culpa. But I was like, man, anybody who wasn't a little bit on the spectrum could have realized what a fucking dick move that was at the beginning. Like that was such well, a Do you remember what happened? Such a piece of shit. Do you move. remember what happened to him? What? He, uh, he, when Gamergate was first happening, he made a joke that Gamergate is just proof that all this anti-bullying stuff is totally wrong. Yeah. Um, basically making a joke like these guys should be stuffed in more lockers. And, uh, that was when they organized, um, the boycott of all of Gawker's advertisers and Uh a bunch of them just because they're, they're just corporate drones were like, yeah. Oh, people are upset. Let's pull all our advertising. Mm-hmm. So like they cost Gawker a ton of money and, and he actually had to write a mea culpa. What was, yeah, that one made me... was he a Gawker guy? Is that what yeah. he's known for? Yeah. He was at Valley wag. Oh yeah. He should kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess she worked for, what was it? She worked for, Am like I a wrong? she worked for IAC, which is like a big internet conglomerate. They uh-huh. own like match. But they she was owned, a PR. She was, she was a, PR. a PR person, yeah. So With, but she, it wasn't like a PR account. She she had 140 followers, right? And then he basically made a thing out of that. Yeah, she and was actually, con- like, she was like connected to companies that he didn't like, and she was in PR. Yeah, and her which fine, like everybody and, likes this shit on PR, myself included. But. And like her her joke was was like a poorly executed white privilege joke. It was fine. Like it wasn't like she clearly wasn't like. Like people took it as if she was actually making fun of AIDS victims or some shit. I don't, I don't really know how people took it, but I, I like I feel like I understood it was it was whatever. It was a dumb joke told by someone who thought she was just talking to like a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was kind of the tone of her whole Twitter feed. It was just like. I have 140 followers. Yeah, I have 140 followers, all of whom are my friends. So, you know, we're just like making stupid jokes. She also wasn't like, ha ha, it's funny when people get AIDS. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the jokes were bad, but. You but know, who com- are we to judge an anonymous person? Not to joke. mention, like, think, like, look at all the fucking people whose, like, name and information are in their, are in, are on Twitter and you know all the way to where like they they clearly are aware enough that um they don't want to be tied they don't want like what they say to be tied to work because they have like rt's not equal to endorsements <laughs> yeah. like in their bio and they're like trump's gonna make this country great again and he's gonna make people like you shut up you know and it's like that that to me is a million fucking times worse than you know someone yeah. making a bad joke that like comes off totally wrong. I also think the Justine Sacco thing is is one of those things that creates Trump voters. Like, mm-hmm. I'll defend that joke. I don't give a shit. Like that wasn't a bad joke. That's a fine joke. She wasn't saying she wasn't laughing at AIDS victims. She the joke was like about how white people think that they are immune to like certain problems of the world. Cause they're like, ah, whatever. I'm white. I'm fine. Like yeah. it's a joke about white people. That's not like a, that wasn't a fact. Like if, if you think that's a fit offensive, you misunderstood the joke. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like the best joke I've ever heard, but it's fucking fine. Yeah. It's, it's not well executed, but who the fuck cares? Who is she? She's not some, <laughs> she wasn't a public figure. She's just somebody that said the wrong thing. I mean, that, and that it wasn't t- even wrong. Like, what did she say? She didn't say anything wrong. She made well, a joke. F- fuck that. I, yeah. The part where it's like, ah, she did something. She didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. 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 The world. Yeah. But that's, and so that's like, you know, 
You posted something. It the was other a day. shitty joke. Yeah, all right. What? I mean, I wasn't what? like I wasn't belly laughing, but it's fine. Yeah. It's fucking fine. It doesn't bo- it, like if you're offended by that joke, you're wrong. Right. I guess. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I would just say like if you think it's if, unfunny. Okay. Yeah. If Sarah Silverman told that joke, it would be retweeted a million times. And everyone would think it was hilarious. Yeah, because like I guess if you don't understand that some random person is like playing a character in that joke, like she's not playing herself in that joke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta add Joe to this call. Do it. Can you hear this? Can you hear the ringing, Matt? No, you probably can't hear the ringing. Hello? Hey, bro. Matt, are you still there? Shit, I, Matt, fuck, I fucked that up. Matt. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey, hey, are you there? It's silent. I can't hear hey, nothing. Are all, right, all, right, all right, hold on. I'm, all right, I'm fixing I'm it. I'm scared. <laughs> what were you laughing at? Something that Joe sent me? I, I just saw a naked lady in the chat history, and I just like that Joe's just sending you beaver shots joe i i don't think i sent that oh. all right joe's here i think i think hey, joe. i think he sent it to me okay maybe how you doing joe why is that matt why you sound like a like a like a retarded hey. walrus hey, joe. <laughs> how you doing oh i'm good bro why are you on the are you in uh, la i'm in la we should we should ta- we should tag team that yeah we should have both fucked that chick mm-hmm. i'm dumb <laughs> we never do Joe, did, did you call us like mid pretzel? Like mid, are you eating like an oversized pretzel right now? How do you know I'm eating a Snyder's? <laughs> uh, so just to catch you up, we were talking about um, so you've been publicly shamed, which is a book, and one of the one of the stories in there is about this that chick Justine Sacco. Who, who, what what are you doing, Joe? I was just mixing up my lemonade. Oh, cool! So she <laughs> pretty tweeted, fucking cool. She tweeted the he, he's thing. He's actually a hot dog on a stick. She tweeted the thing. <laughs> oh, and now he's vaping. Cool. Uh, she tweeted the thing about. Um, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pretzel flavored vape juice? It's actually blueberry. Hmm. Mm. But pretzel flavored. But anyways, Justine Suckums. Should we should we let that top topic go, or should I try to, should I try to bring it back? What, what happened to her? What happened to her? What did she do? What, what did she do? What did she do? Suckums. She was she was a PR. She was in PR. She was uh-huh. on a, she was on a plane and she tweeted. She's on so she's on NPR. Yeah, exactly. Suckums on NPR. <laughs> oh, at Suckums. And she, tweet, and she tweeted a plane. <laughs> what happened? What did she fucking she, do? She tweeted a plane into <laughs> the World Trade Center. <laughs> and then, but and then, and why is everybody so mad? Would somebody be so mad about her? Uh, oh, so they're not anymore. They're not. Yeah, it's all forgiven. It's, it's over. It's. Oh, this is the chick that. Um, 
What did she say? All black people have AIDS or some <laughs> no, shit? No, she said, going to Africa, I hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding, I'm white. And then while she she got like fired while she was on the plane. Like, tweeted it on the tarmac and then shut down for like a 15-hour flight. And then meanwhile, everyone's like tweeting about it. And yeah. like the her employer has already fired her and she's in the air. So she I think doesn't she know has, She had like yet. 140 followers when she took off and like 20,000 by the time she landed or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she had like 200 Google searches for her name the month prior and then 1.2 million after. Yeah. And then I don't she, know, there seems to be something. I think something that bothers me about that is just how like, I find that people that get really bothered by stuff like that, there's like a, almost a lack of imagination in them. Like they're like, why would anybody say that? It's like, why would anybody say anything outrageous? Like think of <laughs> yeah. anything outrageous to make somebody laugh. I don't understand that. You just go around and you just talk normal stuff and you just say what's right in front of you in the world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they're always just like boring people. That I can't. love the idea of just saying what's right in front of you. Now I see the sidewalk. <laughs> now I see a car. <laughs> That's now their I whole see a Twitter feed. policeman. Hi, policeman. Yeah. Oh, a bus. There's that. Getting and- on the plane. I'm now there's a 7A old- boarding group. There's, there's that- an old black man playing Delta Blues guitar. <laughs> there's that and then i think i think the worst of humanity comes out whenever a person is saying like well this is not this is not based on my taste but i can just imagine other people's tastes would have like when you whenever you're offended on behalf of some ambiguous other oh yeah that's the worst right it's like i always thought that about rape jokes like there was something particularly annoying about rape jokes because it was like Hold on, but like you're just assuming that like people that have been raped don't make jokes about their own rape. You know what I mean? To right, deal right. with, I mean that type of gallows humor is typically how people sort deal of get stuff. through. Yeah, deal with those types. I, I found that with the rape joke thing, it's like uh, it's usually I'd say that the people getting offended by rape jokes the ones the people who are genuinely offended about uh, about rape jokes uh are offended because the person telling the joke told a shitty joke right yeah uh, and, and, and they're and they're like uh and now it's like okay well i didn't trust you before but now i think you're a fucking rapist <laughs> right Whereas, it's never it's never like a it's never like a, a rape victim standing up on stage going so i was raped and that it's always just some like dude like a fucking rape yeah. <laughs> you get it now you have to get it <laughs> you go out there and you rape up yeah, and 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 so that that's the problem. So it's like it's hard to even de- defend them when there's so many bad ones. But what pisses yeah. me off is when when people, um, you know, they, well, it's 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 a, this is a, another rant against bloggers. But when when bloggers try to tell tell comedians like, don't tell rape jokes, just don't. You're not Louis C.K. Only Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> And at this point, it's like Louis C.K. probably masturbates in front of people. <laughs> I I I have to I have to admit that I did do a rape. There was a small window of time that I did a rape joke, and it went like this. I said, I um, co- I committed my first date rape. Actually, technically, it was just regular rape. But afterwards, I felt bad and I took her out for pizza. That's a great, you know wow. what? That's a, that's, that's a, that's a great bad joke. 
you know, we all appreciate you trying. <laughs> but but you, how did you just, it go? How did it go when you said it? You know, it was um, I, it was a lot of dudes in frog t-shirts. <laughs> oh, that's good. So uh, for some reason, they were all wearing frog t-shirts, and they were all coming up and, and giving me high fives. Your name is. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you not hear me? No, I can hear you. So I, I think. Like, I'm glad that there was some backlash because to a certain degree, you know, like there was comedians doing uh, rape jokes because it was just like a group of dudes trying to get a rise out of each other. And so it'd be funny to us. But like, and also trying to force a rise out of well, each other. Well, it was kind of the opening, Opie, uh, Opie and Anthony crowd, and you're like, oh, shut up, dude. Yeah. You know, they're they're not well, funny. Well, the, well, there's there's certain things that are funny in the context of dudes trying to get a rise out of each other. But then if you right. if you put that in the context of like a bunch of like women in the audience, like suddenly, like yeah, it gets it gets less funnier. It gets less funny in that context, and I think I think it was a good thing that um, comics sort of heard people be like hey here's why this is kind of a shitty joke um yeah but I don't well think- i st- i stopped old- telling mine because i i one at one point i triggered almost an entire audience and i just looked out and they were shaking their heads their eyes were wide and their hearts hurt they were sweating freaking out and that's when i stopped telling it <laughs> where was that <laughs> what was that what, what, what audience was that I'm just kidding. That never happened. But um, <laughs> there's also something. There's also something to say about the, that chick's joke was just like not a funny joke. You know what I mean? There wasn't anything. Like it's so easy to read a a joke in text form and think that you're killing it, and then somebody gets it, and then it just fucking. It's just you come off as like the most heartless person ever. Yeah, but I, I mean, she she probably just wrote it down and was like, oh, plane's going, and then. Just lived her life, forgot that. I mean, that's exactly uh, what happened. Yeah, didn't didn't consider that. Uh, and some... she, didn't she say that she meant like she's like, no, I meant that because I'm white and I'm privileged and that like she tried to right. spin it. And you're I, like, that's I, not I really agree. what you meant. No, I agree with dude. I, I agree with her spin. I don't think it was a great joke, but I like I think I understand where it came from. But. Yeah, the, the idea. So she's that, not. She's not a dunce. She knows that white people get AIDS too. She's. Yeah. She's making. Uh, she's. Whoa! 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mouth. Yeah. You better watch out, dude. But I just. I just find the. Uh, the part where you're. We're all gonna. We're all gonna pile on this person for a lack of empathy, and then meanwhile we're like. Yeah, I hope this bitch gets fired for her dumb joke that she made for 140 yeah. people. Yeah, I can't I wait till we ruin how, her life for like nothing. I love how merciless, empathetic people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm so it's, empathetic that, that so I'm going to go to the ends of the earth and boycott all products and business associations of the company this person is employee number nine thousand four hundred eighty-seven of. Yeah, that's yeah. how yeah, empathetic I am. People are monsters. There is something really straight monsters. Can you you imagine having to be that person that like, uh, oh, we got to like having to be the tip of the let's protect appearances spear, you know, like you have to be that person that fires that person. Mm -hmm. Like the guy who like got fired for making a dongle joke at the, uh, the tech conference. That's the next chapter after. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck me. 
Like, can you imagine he got, he got, being the... he got fired for what? He made it like a you know that like dongle is like a it's like a cable. Right, a, I know a, what a dongle is. Yeah, some someone made a dongle joke at like a tech conference, and then someone blogged about it, and then that dude got fired. Wait, because it was the dongle joke. Because dongle sounds like a dick. Yeah. yeah. Was it a black dongle? I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah. Or was it something like the people with the uncut dongles? <laughs> There's so much love. I got I got no sensitivity in my connection. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so he got fired for making a dick joke. Yeah, but like not not like in front of an audience, but like to his friend at breakfast. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's in this book, though, right? Yeah. These are like ridiculous outlier cases. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess they're outliers. I mean, there's enough of them that you're like, God damn, that happens. Sure, sure seems like it happens a lot. I mean, it happens, but it's also like that. That's that one sounds particularly egregious. He does. Know, he does posit in the in the book that Justine Sacco is like peak internet shame, and he yeah. like he's hopeful that it's peak internet shame, and so maybe like maybe from Ken Bone, like he didn't get. Yeah, he wasn't you know, dragged like, too bad, even for the shit that he said. But how much of that is because this election is so fucking nuts with weird shit that people were like, yeah, yeah, he said a, a couple of things on the Internet, but no big deal. We've got audio of a presidential candidate saying he's going to grab pussy holes. Hey, but can I ask? A, I have a question for you, Matt, because. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, 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 I don't know if this is true for you, but I, I spend a lot of time thinking about just as a comedian, me personally, like Bobby Hacker put it this way. He said, "You, I would have to dig about a half an inch beneath the surface to find something horribly offensive that you had said in like a public forum. Oh, yeah, sure. And, and, and so you think like, oh, well, I would get on like an NBC TV show or something. And then like before, I mean, did you see kind of what happened to Melissa Villasenor? Yeah, yeah. I, I've thought about that. What, and the one, wait, wait, wait. I, what, what happened to Melissa Villasenor? Oh, you didn't hear about it? So, I sort uh, of so vaguely she, remember something, but I don't... She was, uh, when she first got, and the news came that she was going to be the first Latina cast member everyone was celebrating, about two days later, some... Joe, could you not vape directly into the microphone, <laughs> pretty please? I do. I so, promise I'm not vaping, man. Okay, uh, all right. So, some dude, uh, oh no, some uh, woman on the internet uh, dug up, all of these four-year-old tweets where she said things akin to like this 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 black lady at wherever is is bossy and she's ugly and she looks like Steve Urkel and like all these things that were like uh, like I'm about to go on a date with a black guy but I'm scared you know like <laughs> stuff like they were that. legit yeah they were and they she had tw so one of the things you have to understand about Melissa Villasenor is like. She was like homeschooled and like essentially basically from what I've heard from friends of hers and her self-talk that she basically was homeschooled, was very sort of insulated in her yeah. life and, and was very, very bored and used to spend hours in front of the mirror entertaining herself, doing voices. And that's how she got. So good at what she. So she's yeah. sort what of. What show a, is she on? I have no idea who this person is. Saturday Night Live. She's a new cast member on Saturday Night Live. And, oh. and she's somebody that since she's like 22, when she came on the LA scene, everybody's like, "Oh, this girl's gonna be on S. Like this girl's gonna be on SNL. This girl's gonna be on SNL." She's so very she talented. like. Yeah, she's incredible, and so she finally got it, and I think she was just like 
this young girl like in the world and she was tweeting and it was like when i first got tw- twitter like i was tweeting shit to my friends like there i had like eight followers i didn't get that there was 20 years in the yeah. future that everybody was going to get outraged about every little thing you said and that three thousand people were going to be looking at everything you know what i mean i just didn't well, understand well the context is different. like people are trying to act like context they're trying to take context out of it like, oh, they said this publicly. And it's like, no, I mean, well, four or five years ago. a policy position. Four, yeah, four <laughs> or five years ago, this was just some <clears throat> shit you were saying to your friends who, like, knew and, who you were. And, like, you can say sarcastic shit to your friends because they know you're not, like, Hitler. Like, you know, they know you're not yeah, yeah, yeah. advocating right. certain things. So you, you can say that to them, and it's funny right. because they know you. But Hers the, if you take it out of that context... What really made me mad about the whole thing was was it was the the woman who dug it up. Uh, she she basically on purpose went through her Twitter and found she dug through four years of tweets and found ones that she found. I think it was six years. So because what happened is she she noticed that. Uh, like uh, Melissa Villasenor had deleted like you know ten thousand tweets or something. Like she she deleted like a fuck ton, and then so she was like, oh, and then so <laughs> she goes back and she finds ones that are as close to bad as possible. And the worst part about it is like how many people I know uh, who were sharing the article and being like, wow, okay, well, good luck on Saturday night. I was like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) Yeah. Don't you think think people I know do this? Don't you think they probably just did a Twitter search for like Melissa Villasenor, black, Melissa Villasenor, like anything, any sort of words. I think they went through her whole fucking feed. I think they went. No, but if you do that, like that, my browser will crash before I get to like, before I get to like a year of, I've tested this. <laughs> you well, you can you can get software where you can look up like years, oh, so you can go from like 2007 to 2008 of this person, and so that maybe that's. A, well, yeah, I thought it was yeah. interesting. They kept tweeting. They're like, "Why are people trying to bring down?" Uh, uh, it's shameful that Melissa Fiasenor would say this when she's a POC. I know. I thought they were saying piece of chit. It was like a Hispanic <laughs> fucking thing. Like she's a piece of chit. And there's like something you say about like lame Mexicans. Oh, I was like, weird. Let me Google it. Oh, this guy's a piece of chit, dude. <laughs> fuck this guy. I don't know. He says some bad stuff sometimes. But yeah, I mean, if she would have gotten S and she didn't, the thing is, she didn't say anything about it. It was, it was the smartest thing. It's like, she didn't say anything about it. SNL didn't address it. And it just fucking five weeks later, Donald Trump's like, I'm sniffing pussy, you know, a week later or whatever the (laughs) fuck he said. And, and everybody forgot about it. It's like, if you can literally not apologize, hang in there, don't say anything and just wait for the next outrage fucking set to roll in. You know what I mean? You can just, you can just survive. Maybe. Uh, so, maybe. So, By the way, have you watched SNL lately? No, I mean I've seen the political stuff. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched it this week, and like I expected, like the regular sketches to be like you know, because sketch comedy is fucking hard. You know, no disrespect. That that shit's fucking hard. But the Weekend Update, which is not very hard. 
Like that's yeah. kind of easy. You got a whole week of, of news to write jokes they're about. They're trying to make it stand up. It's terrible. <clears throat> like it's really? not good. It's like they're just they're not even um it's like two bored guys sort of affectlessly yeah. reading uh like mediocre jokes. I don't understand. And then breaking character it. to like try to accentuate the punchline. I didn't even get it. They were yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I I didn't even know what was happening. I, like you know, Saturday Night Live's always had its ups and downs, but I feel like over the years I've always been able to tune into Weekend well, Update, and it would be at least you know decent. I think they're kind of trying to copy the form, the Seth and Amy formula. Um, yeah, who I think a little bit. They did an okay. Those By two the did way, an Seth okay Myers, job. What the fuck? That guy's <clears throat> like the most mediocre. I'm sorry, he's not funny. Oh, dude. I like Seth. Meyers. No, he's not. I like him. I think what, he's, dude, he's so average. He's so fucking yeah, average. Yeah, but he makes me he makes me kind of smirk and I go, ah He makes you, you smirk. Know? All right, good. Like it's real hard <laughs> to make someone smirk with jokes about the news. Like that is the easiest shit ever. Sometimes I have to take Vince's side because I What? <laughs> dude, I all I heard was Salam Palat Malachala. I thought you were like saying a Islamic prayer. <laughs> I, I loved it when it was when it was Polar and uh and Faye. I thought they were amazing. Norm yeah. and Norm, yeah, of course, you know, if we're going back that far. I feel like it's Women always, are funny now. You Get know, over and, it. Aaron Seth Myers was like, it was okay. It wasn't like I wish it was I, I thought it could be better, but I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed, and now I'm confused. I'm, not, I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening right now. Sorry. Mus- musical interlude. Okay. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sing your song about Seth Meyers. Well, if you get to fucking do great. that, then. Joe, Joe, music is not the same as mouth sounds. Mouth sounds are in a different category. Hey, hey, bro, Matt. Yeah, what's up, dude? Hey, bro. Uh, so, did you? Uh, my earlier question, just going back to that, do you feel like you have offensive shit in your past that if it came out, that people would be upset at what you had said? Um, good question, bro. I'm so happy you asked that. Uh. I feel um, that I have not gone back in my tweets to see what I've said. Um, So I don't know. But I do know of one thing that I think about every time this thing happens, uh, where someone gets dragged for tweets. I think about one when I – there's this subreddit called Stand-Up Shots. You guys know that one? Uh Uh-uh. Stand-up shots is like it's a picture of a stand-up comedian, and then like a uh, and then like a quote, like a, a short bit from them. The, you know, a lot of them are like tweet-sized bits, like very short. And and I was active on there for a little while, and I had one that that went um, viral. And the 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 it's a picture of me with the with the joke, which is um, a lot of. African-American communities um, are against gay marriage, which is unfortunate. But, I mean, I get it. Like, who wants two deadbeat dads? And that <laughs> that went out. Um, it did. <laughs> it, it, it Laughter did, is not endorsement. No, right. But the, I, I think about that sometimes. And I go, like, that's pretty bad. Um, yeah. But. 
then I, I remember uh, the most important part of it is that I titled the post a racist joke. <laughs> yeah. Right. So if I know it's racist when I write it and when I post it. Then you're being ironic. No, I'm not being ironic, but I'm being like, yeah, I can write all sorts of jokes, <laughs> you know, and there's. Yeah. Is, is there something to be said for like, should you not be allowed to write and share uh, a racist joke if you're kind of like. I mean, because I, I, I can I kind of I think about if I ever had to defend the joke, I'd be like, would I tweet it now? No, maybe because, well, maybe now. Yeah, now I would. But at the time in the future when someone's interviewing me about it in my brain, would I tweet it now? No. But back then uh, I was writing all sorts of things and uh I, I, to be honest, that's a that's a well constructed joke. And, and look, and I think it's the it's same. It's got a great misdirection. I, th it's I like... think I think it's the same um, the same problem of context because, as I've said before, like a word becomes offensive when like a critical mass of people start to use it negatively. Oh, there's a dog. I want to pet the dog. Could you get that fucking dog to shut up? <laughs> so like. Like tranny, the word tranny didn't used to be offensive, but then like uh, enough people used it as an insult to where it became offensive. And so like I, right. I get why people are offended by it now because it has negative connotations. But if you go back before there was that, uh, you know, before that was before there was that critical mass of people using it negatively, and you try to treat it the same way as if you'd said it now, like that's not fair. That's not the same context. Right. I'm not convinced that there's actually this that many people out there when in the entire country that would get offend that is actually offended. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like there's actually a very small percentage that get is actually offended, including whatever group, a, a small percentage of whatever group might have been the you know target of whatever joke, and I just. I, but for some reason, it's just like those are all the, those are the people that are most vocal, right? Because everybody just sort of stands back. Nobody's, you know, coming in to defend it because you're just watching the angry people shout and throw tantrums. Do you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I, I stopped listening. Um, okay, I, I've got to. Uh, I got to. <laughs> no, that's turn, fine. I got to turn into phone, Matt. I'll call you guys back in five minutes. No, we have to call you. All right, call me back in seven minutes. Okay. All right, bye. Uh, what's what's phone Matt? Uh, we call him on his on his phone. It's like a whole different why does he, character. Why does he have to transform into phone Matt? Uh, he's probably because, going to a show yeah, or something. He's, yeah, he's, I don't know. He's just doing something stupid. Have you been watching uh, Westworld? Yeah. Brendan, I know Brendan's got some like just. Magma. Oh, you guys ready? You ready for this fire? Tape. Joe, Dude, you ready for this fire? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for oh, you to shit. melt rocks with your the heat. Shit. Y'all ready? No, y'all ain't ready. I'm ready. No, y'all ain't ready. I, but I think I am actually ready. No. But I think I'm ready. No. I. Take Joe. it out. Spit on it. Put it inside me. Yeah, dog. You gonna ride me. All right. All right. All right. All right. You all ready? You all ready? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Good to me. It's okay. That's it. Yeah, it's okay. okay. That's your whole. That's your whole. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, just okay. Here's, I think it's better than okay. No. It's good. I, I think it's got. It has potential. Like I feel. I feel like it could. 
really knock it out of the park if, that's all if I, it executes. That's all I need from a show is just to know that it yeah. has like, oh, this next one could be really good. Yeah, I I, I do find it a little bit boring. Um, I, there There's way too many plot threads right now. Uh, and particularly when they go back to what's happening not in the park. Um I, I always get really bored. Like when it cuts back to the guy who wears glasses, but always never looks through them. Jeffrey, and, right? Yeah. I'm always kind of like, oh, you know, he's talking about his dead son. And I'm like, oh, and then <laughs> oh, God, I hate that the annoying British guy. And I'm like, ah, where I, I get the annoying that British guy is too over the top. I, he's way too over the top. He's such a one dimensional character. And I do get that. They're totally setting him up to be like torn in half by a replicant. Like I get that's what they're doing here. Yeah, uh, but do do I did do did I read the Jeffrey Wright story that a Frotcast listener sent in? I don't, no, I don't think I did. Uh, hello, Frot Tots. I'm listening to the most recent episode and wanted to share my own Jeffrey Wright story. He's the guy with the glasses, by the way. Uh, one Saturday, I had a train scheduled out of DC at 4:15 a.m. and having worked until 1 a.m., decided to stop at a local bar to tide myself over with a few nightcaps. The bar was empty save for myself at one end and a big group of people at the other. The bartender told me that the guy holding court at the other end was none other than esteemed character actor Jeffrey Wright. He is originally from D.C. and had invited a group of friends out for the night. Every 10 minutes or so, they were doing rounds of shots, getting louder and louder, taking pictures, etc. Then they filtered out to go somewhere else. Flash forward 45 minutes, I pay my tab and take off for Union Station. I get to my gate and there's only one other person there, passed out on a bench. Who is it? None other than esteemed character actor Jeffrey Wright. I took a picture and sent it to the bartender from earlier. Nice. That's awesome. He forgot the traditional ending of every Frotcast email, which is, in conclusion, I, think, I did not get laid that night. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the, like, yeah, I see, like, the first two episodes were definitely, like, all exposition setting up, like, what, what it was like in the park and what happens and, like, what people's roles are. And then this one, it's, like, starting to take on story. My whole thing is, is it's just, like, it's so predict, like, why couldn't they just, why don't they just have one person that's just fucking, like, if I was in Westworld, I'd just be fucking naked the whole time just like eating cialis with like literally the fucking hardest dick ever and i would just be grabbing cowboy's hands and just like putting them on my dick like touch my dick like just peeing on people shoving my fucking fingers up their butts i'd be like you know like when i go up to him and they'd be like there's an outlaw in the mountains yonder and then i just stick my fingers in their mouths so the rest everything else that came out was just a garbled fucking <laughs> shit i would scream talk in their ears the whole time like literally three inches from their face just fucking screaming shit out i think you we might need a joe just in clinical westworld filipinos and native americans it's he was displayed on the Bronx. Hey, guys. What is that? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We're talking about Westworld. Mike, they brought him up. Oh, I'm sorry. I turned did it I off. Did I just hear Filipinos and orangutans? Well, yeah, dude. It's NPR. They're just talking, <laughs> talk, talking about stuff. Their content is very orangutan and Filipino heavy these days. <laughs> yeah, man. That was racist, by the way. Fuck you! Did you? Did, I, I would. I would definitely go up to all the robots and be like, "Hey, you're not real. You're a fucking robot. You're a fucking fake robot. Why can't you kill me?" Oh, we're we're talking about Westworld, huh? Yeah. I don't think I don't think they oh, let you do that in Westworld. Like it's like Disneyland. You have to that, be nice, or they kick you out. Also, there's no babies. You can't kill babies. 
I bet you. That show's going to suck. That show sucks, and I know it's going to suck. No. I'm calling it early because I'm afraid, but also <laughs> just because I think I have the right. I know that I know that the night of hurt you, but that was partly your fault for ever thinking the night of was going to be super yeah. good in the first place. I, Let I me do, tell you I, why Westworld is shitty. I'll tell you everything that's going to happen in Westworld. We're going to number one, number one. We're going to find out that one of the main characters who we think is human is actually a robot. Number two, no. Uh, there, yeah. Number two, um, uh, something about. Uh, Anthony Hopkins's partner is also gonna. He's not dead. He's the man in black. Yeah, probably. He's the Ed Harris character. Number three, um, someone uh, a robot is going to uh, escape and uh, is is going to be living its life as a as a human for many years, Uh and and they'll be like, I escaped Westworld three years ago, and now I'm a dentist. I'm telling you, everything on that show. There was even hey, but that sounds on, cool. Yeah, that, the third episode, that doesn't all, sound all like a bad sounds, show. Oh, okay, you're right. All that sounds good, <laughs> but I knew that I was going to know everything about that show when um, that uh, Anthony Hopkins was talking to that black guy that's in everything HBO makes, um, and uh, and as soon as he left the room, I said. I bet you Anthony Hopkins is going to say, oh, oh, Brad, or whatever. What was his name? Doctor, what's that guy's name? Queefington. Doctor. Yeah. McBeefer is Queefington. He leaves the office and he goes, oh, Dr. Queefington, one more thing. I was like, I knew he was going to do that. (laughs) So, anyways. You got a lot of theories. Yeah, Yeah, I got a lot of fan theories. But I'm not a fan. I hate it. It's going to disappoint all of you. Come on. Didn't you respect that Thandie Newton was running around like she was running around naked and then like every once in a while you'd get just like a, like it wasn't a gratuitous amount of nip. a little bit of pussy. (laughs) No. It was just like a little bit of nip every once in a while. I was going to say, because you can't, you can't see her pussy because (laughs) I was looking and I was like, yeah, you can't see the pussy. But she has big tits. I didn't realize that. Big old, big old bitties for sure. Props, Thandie. Yeah. R- respect. Yo, I- this is car, Matt, bro. When I'm in this car, I feel more free. This is how my like my locker room talk. Like I can say whatever the fuck I want. Grab that robot pussy. No such thing as consent in the robot world. <laughs> I also like when uh that dude was like coming in in the third episode or second I forget which one and like the the helper lady wants to fuck and I was like, Yes, dude. That's the show I really want to see. That's yeah. Elon Musk's yeah. ex wife. The helper lady? Wait, who? Yeah, the lady. She <laughs> and, had the beginning. That that kind of nerdy guy who's from oh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know that dude? Oh, yeah. McPoyle. Uh, and the, the woman in the white up, skirt. Yeah. And, and, and the lady was like trying to get him dressed and stuff. And she was like, I'm going to fuck you if you want. And he's like, nah. I thought that was dumb, dude. Because, like, uh, I did feel like, I feel like the fucking mm-hmm. in the show doesn't feel gratuitous because the point is that it's supposed to be gratuitous. Yeah. I'm oh, just excited. I like that. I'm excited for this future where, you know, like, you don't, you don't need to get a stripper for a bachelor party. You just go to yeah. Westworld and you fuck robots. 
Would you enjoy yeah, fucking too. a robot? I mean, of course I, I hope would, so. Dude, I fucked a, I, I fucked a silicone ass. <laughs> That's true. He has. <laughs> I fucked yeah, a, I, I think I fucked a silicone ass too. Or, it was something. I, 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 I bought one at a, a, and a butthole. Yeah, it was like an adult shop, like vagina thing. I yeah. fucked it once, and then I, I thought about cleaning. I just threw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it went back to the couch. I'm like, I'm not doing thrifty. that again. I'm way too thrifty to do that. I cleaned that shit out for uh, for a while. I just kept fucking it. Um, I imagine you cleaning it like a like a cowboy cleans his gun. Like you're like <laughs> scrubbing it. Full uh, kit. Fuck that, dude. I- I, I, you know I slurp that cum out. You know how I do. Ah. <laughs> I just slurped it all out. Just hitting, hitting the back of it, getting every last drop. Yeah, tummy in my tummy. Cool. Yum, anyway, yum, yum. <laughs> I didn't really, I, I did clean it out normal. Well, I would put like wadded up, uh, wadded up paper towels in there and go from one side to the other and get all the mm-hmm. cum out. But, uh, but it stretched the pussy out pretty good. <laughs> cool, cool. Hey, but Matt, if you, you went know, to Westworld, what would you do, though? I mean, one thing I would do, I would, you know what I would do. I would just be fucking robots. I'd be fucking robots most of the time. And then I think if I had like a free day pass at Westworld, what's that noise? <laughs> Somebody is somebody breakdancing? Vince's dog has a paper bag. Tell the dog to fucking stop. Yeah. Fucking stop. Well, don't yell at it. I took it away from him. Okay. You, you told me to. Yeah, I if I was in Westworld, yeah, I would I would spend the, the day having lots of uh having robot sex. You know that's what I would do. And then I would be like, this is really expensive and I'd be like, Well, they have this technology, some other cheaper version of this technology exists and then i would i would go there instead so you don't think that you to, think you would get kicked out of westworld if you just told one of them the ro- like the prostitute robots to lay down you shit in its mouth and then just bashed it with a hammer you don't think you can do that i think yeah, you can. of course you can do that you yeah. can do i feel like you, you can do it you yeah 40, you spent forty thousand dollars a number uh, here's a question are they robots because i don't think they are i think they're um I think they're like almost fully functioning uh, clones made from 3D printers, right? Well, I think that's the themes it's exploring, Matt. What well, is what is consciousness? Has- I don't think you can do anything because, like, what if I show up and I'm trying to have like my nice old west experience, and then Joe just shows up in the bar and he's hitting a vape. I have my dick. I have my dick out. First of all, I always have my dick out. Prostitute and hits her in the head with a hammer. You're like, come on, man. I'm trying to play craps over here. In private, though. In private. I would be riding around on a horse, like with like a human centipede, just my dick in another cowboy's butt. But like one of the old. First of all, I would fuck one of the. I'd find the oldest cowboy, and I fucking rape it and just kill it. But I would. I, I'd be on the horse naked Why with him, like because they're defenseless. And I'd be wear. I cut their heads off, and I'd be wearing them like shoulder pads, walking around. Like and, one head and, on and just shoulder. naked in that bar all day. <laughs> yeah. 
I have a feeling that you'd go there and you'd just be like saying the N word a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just screaming. You'd be like forty thousand dollars just so you could scream the N word. That's what I think Joe would do. I would definitely be screaming. I would scream all the time in every yeah, in the face yeah. of every robot. I would, I would scream. <laughs> I would scream all my words. He would keister his vape rig on the train in so that he'd be able to vape while he's in the park. Like to me, the whole point of Westworld is to act like a retarded person that just smoked bath salts the whole like for a yeah. week for a week and then go back to normal life. Because because every time a robot gets killed, uh, right, they, they actually take the physical body and throw it away. Right. Isn't that what no, they do? no, they come back. Well, that's yeah. not clear, well, no, right? Because no. they, they like throw those bodies. No, James Marsden saw... comes back every day, yeah, every but, time. But she saw all the. Bo- she saw his body. Remember? Yeah, but and he come. He comes back. So that's what I don't get. They and it's annoying well, yeah, that they don't. He, in a new on. body, though, he comes out back in a new body. They 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 have to rebuild them every time. Yeah, a brand they, new body, and then they upload their like software. Do they patch them up, head. or do they re three D print them? I thought they could just spackle them. No, they re. No, they re 3D print them. Of course they re 3D print them. That's the only way they're not going to have scars all over their bodies from, you know. All I, think they, I, I think they well, just fix them up. Why don't they just 3D print them uh, the, to fix the hole? How about that, smart guy? Yeah, stupid. I mean, maybe I th- they do a version of that, too. But I'm just saying, like, for the most part, I bet you $1,000. We're going to find out. This is prediction number four, that they... They read three, 3D print them every time. Yep. 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 And, and they just they just upload their 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 individual personality software to each one. What was that? This is a dog again. <laughs> Dude, your he dog sounds, sounds like a geisha. So he sounds so cute. That's not what a geisha sounds like. He's he's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. I'm going to be back in San Francisco next week, so I, uh, if we front next week, uh, I want to play with the dog. That's yeah. cool. You can do that. That was fun. You know, Francesca listens, Francesca listens to um, the broadcast, and I, I swear to God, ever since she started actually listening to it, um, uh, she's respected me less and less. <laughs> like she, she's, she's like, man, I'm finding out all sorts of things about you. And I'm like, please stop listening to it because that's not fair. Yeah. You know, it's like she has like insight into my, you know, grab that pussy conversation. But to be fair, in all of my years doing the podcast, I've never once said anything about grabbing pussy. So I think the grab that pussy conversation would have been fine. Um, coming if from, it were a podcast. Well, no, coming from anyone <laughs> but Trump. That but right. no, I, I tried yeah, to think about on. it. Yeah, no, I tried it, to like, think divorced about it. from like a history of sexual assault. Just saying that, you're like, all right, this is just some douchebag talking shit, dude. If Ted Cruz, if like, that's a bad example. There's no way dude, in hell Ted Cruz, dude. Would say but, it. but 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 the way he was, it was like it was not just the what he was saying, but like the way he was saying. Like I, I I'm with you, Vince. Like I, listen, I've had the gnarliest conversations with all my friends about sex and se- and shit like that i can't imagine a scenario in which one of my friends would say what he was saying the way he was saying it where i wouldn't think they need to fucking up their dosage of lithium i would be like dude you're right. out of your fucking mind i, I think yeah, i think part of it was that you could tell he it, goes i think it was part of it was that you could tell he wasn't joking that much 
Yeah, like, right. You could say that same thing and be joking, and you'd be like, yeah, whatever, just some dummy making a shitty joke. Um, if, if I had a friend who was who was super famous and said the great thing about being yeah. famous is you can just grab their pussy uh, and they won't they won't you know like say anything, I'd be I'd be very concerned. I'd be like, oh shit, yeah. you do that, and and now I hate you. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But that's not to say that if if Joe Sinclitico said it, uh, yeah. that I would feel the same way because I'd be like, "Oh, Joe's never, Joe's never going to be famous." I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if any presidential candidate said "grab him by the pussy," that it would be a similarly charged uh, scandal. If, if I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm taking the extremely hot take that this would be uh, extremely damaging to any presidential campaign. No, it I'm would just, be. It would I'm be going out on It would be here. damaging, but I don't think. Like if if someone if one of my friends said that and they probably wouldn't because my friends make better jokes than that, but if someone I knew said that I'd be like I'd give them the I'd give them the benefit of joking. I'd give them right. the benefit of not of saying that to get a rise out of me and not saying so it as like a literal story. Right, but here's where the context of of this is someone who's supposedly presidential is important because you would right, not he's give, not presidential. you would not give George H W Bush the benefit of the doubt for being like I grab him by the pussy I kind of think you would no no way if he's just dicking around with one of his fucking Kenny Bunkport butt buddies like whatever they say a lot of shit I I don't think I so. don't think you'd let it go I no. don't think you'd let it go if George W Bush said it I think no. if uh, I said H W yeah, but someone, similarly if someone else said it. Well, no, I don't think anyone could really say it. If Michael Dukakis uh, said it, would would that be more damaging, or would the tank? You know, like think about remember, like remember the fucking scandal when George H. W. looked at his watch during the debate. <laughs> the entire you know what I'm saying? Like, well, the entire <laughs> scandal with Dukakis was look at him in a silly hat. Like that yeah. was that was yeah. that was the start and end of the entire. That was a scandal. He looks silly in a helmet. Yeah. So look at John Kerry. He looks stupid on his. Stupid ass windsurfing. Yeah, Bob Dole fell off the fucking stage. Imagine if Bob Dole's like, man, grab my the pussy, man. It would be, it would still be equally I, explosive. I don't, I don't. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't have any friends that just brag about how they get so much pussy and like, you know what I mean? It's like there, there's still something where like when dudes talk about getting pussy. There's like a magic trick to it. They were like, "Yeah, fuck this girl. I can't believe it." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He was, he was. I just don't have any friends that talk about like how great they are getting pussy and because how it's they, so fucking it, it, easy. It, because and, they talk, if they talk like that, they they have a similar mental affliction as Donald Trump, which is the following. Like it's not about actually doing it. It's, it's about other people knowing you do it because all Donald Trump does his entire motivation in his life is like other people perceiving him a certain way. That's why he's so obsessed with models. It's not because like he actually intrinsically finds them attractive. It's that he knows calling a woman, a model is a good baseline it's, it's, proxy it's, it's for them being, yeah, for them being attractive. <laughs> yeah. So then he can be like, I date models. I date the best. They're tremendous. Yeah. yeah. You know? And, the and then best. like the yeah. best they have to offer. Right. And so it's like, they could, they could be objectively, you know, as far as there is such a thing, less attractive than someone who's not a model, but like Donald Trump would want to go for the model. So you'd be like, I only date models, you know, it's, it's yeah. so he can be seen 
with someone else. Like that's way more than he cares. Like, I don't know. I would say Bill Clinton, he's like a classic pussy chaser. Like he loves, yeah. he just loves going in, man. He is like ODB. Yeah. It almost seems like for Trump, it's secondary. He just wants other people to know that. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. that's like a microcosm for his entire fucking shit, you know, because it's like, he, he didn't go into like commercial real estate or like industrial real estate. He went into like hotels and casinos. Oh, he's got, he's got like he a lot of his deep, fucking name. He's got a lot of deep seated issues. Like, like Matt and Joe don't, don't drink but that's because they had like problems yeah which i get but when you meet a person uh, who's like never had a drink before where yeah. you're like you never even thought to like try a drink in your life yep. like that I that's don't an get insane at person all. like that's yeah also that's a weird can, person can we just like i think this is so simple that there's so many uh think piece people who want to like create some insane you know pop psych or or any other there's, there's a lot of different directions you can take the donald trump think piece can we just keep it as simple as how fucking incompetent do you have to be to bankrupt a casino? How <laughs> right, fucking right, right. incompetent do you have to be? Is that literally every game is arranged so that you win. And the only way that you fuck up is if someone goes on an, a statistically near impossible streak of luck. That is the only way that you fuck up a casino. Yeah. And he fucked up a casino. Like how how incompetent do you have to be? And that's like that to like me if Matt Damon shows up. That completely diffuses any argument of like, well he's a businessman and he's gonna run the country like a business. <laughs> yeah. A shitty business. Which is like the the whole that whole the fact that that, that entire conceit is presented as fact is so stupid where it's like I, no, I don't want that at all. Like, I don't want it's, running it's, a country is not at all like running. It's a business. literally like reality show backstory. It's not actual. Like they, his supporters have all taken the like the first thirty seconds of a reality show is like, mm -hmm. oh, this must be true. Yep. It's like where they yep. tell you like John Taffer is like, oh, John Taffer is the greatest uh, bar manager mm -hmm. that's ever lived, and you're like, oh, John Taffer should be president. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, they'd get those martinis out quickly. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll take care of ISIS like he takes care of those the, those bikers at that that bar. Yeah. There's something. There's also just something particularly gross about men like of like fifties and sixties sort of using their power and money to try to manipulate women. I mean, because I'm just in ma imagining some girl that works for Donald Trump or works for some production company associated with him and then him coming on to her and her being in this incredibly stressful situation of having to basically try to shut him down without offending him because she's in t she's yeah. scared that he would get upset and then she would get uh, hired. I, did it. I mean, it's just fucking off. Or just anyone who... Hey, guys. Hey, guys. No. I gotta go. No. I, gotta, I gotta go do this show. All right. I'm so sorry, but... But let me just say, uh, I hey, love each and every one of you. Hey, Matt, what show are you Swift. doing? I'm doing uh, some show at Bar Lubitsch tonight. Oh, is it the Josh and Josh? No, I don't think so. I, I forget what it is. No one cares, but, uh, but bye, Matt. No one cares. Bye, Matt. <laughs> Have a good set. Uh, I think a greater issue is the idea of someone, someone thinking they have to brag to impress Billy Bush. Like who the fuck is showing off for Billy Bush? Right, is Billy Bush uh, a heterosexual male? Like he's like, wow, look at that chick, she's smoking hot. 
you're like, okay, you're not convincing me, bro. <laughs> he's like a he's like a less convincing <laughs> Seacrest. They, they sort of remind me of the um, uh, the phenomenon we've discussed on this on the fracast before, which is like the undersexed married man who like has to overcompensate and just creeps yeah. everyone out where they're like, you're like hanging out with a couple friends and like, you know, the, the person in question is like your buddy's work friend. who's like, Oh yeah, he just wants to come and hang out. And then you're like, um, yeah. So what, like what's going on? You're like, you're just enjoying time with your friends. And then like the guy comes like, Hey, Hey, look those chicks over there. What's I'm, I'm dude? If I was if I wasn't married, I'd just be like fucking those chicks right now. I'd just like put them up on the bar. And just be like yeah. fucking them. I mean, like, dude, chill out. Like, seriously, go, is- go, I'll go talk to them right now. I'll go talk to them right now. I'll bring them over here, and then you go talk to them, and then you go like fuck them or like something. You know? And you're like, no, I'm just like I'm hanging out with my friends. Yeah. This is I'm enjoying. No, I'm gonna go bring those girls over here. Like, they're just it's because they're in that jerk off fugue state. Yeah, like Chad Hayes was when yeah. he was emailing. The, the chicks on Argon yeah. Wild. Yeah. There is a definitely like a type of dude where it's like you hit, like you talk about some girl like it'll be like hey that chick's pretty cute oh man she's got a gray ass and the next guy's like I want to fucking suck it and you're like hey bro are you going to kill her? What yeah. the yeah. fuck is <laughs> going on over there? <laughs> yeah. Take this it down a, a notch, This is a man. deep callback but I, I was hanging out with an egregious offender of, of the uh, the type we're talking about and I just remember like at one point point it was a bachelor party so i had to hang out with him all day and finally like by dinner time i was so annoyed by his whole shtick because like literally every single woman it was just like oh bro uh, uh, you know and i was so i was so annoyed that finally like the waitress like takes our order and he just like made some stupid comment like oh i looked fucking see what she likes with those clothes off and i was like hey man like can you just cut that out like it's kind of it's so aggressive it's creeping me out and i remember he just yeah. had this very defeated and resigned look and then he just goes i just want to know what she smells like, <laughs> it was like uh, just this defeated crushed man that was just the last thing he had to throw in like yeah i had a guy one time he said he goes we were there was like a group of guys and they're like oh yeah kim's coming tonight and the dude was like i hope she brings her little pussy with her we were like i was like it would be weirder if she didn't yeah why wouldn't she bring her pussy with her yeah how would that work um she brings her little pussy with her there should be be a like a uh a term for do you think uh, women can do that or you like completely disembody the the uh the thing oh yeah you... I've, I've heard it <laughs> what i've i've overheard i've i've just heard like drunk women talking about men like would you fucking fuck him yeah i fucking suck his dick like yeah but i mean talk dirty nasty shit like but that. i think i think men can like jerk off to just vaginas like with no i feel like yeah. men can jerk off to yes. pictures of like tits and vaginas with no face attached like like completely disembodied like, do you think women could just scroll through just pictures of of just dicks and balls and just and no. like and get off? Fact, I really don't think they can. In fact, I, I my experience has been that most women are focused on the woman having an orgasm or enjoying it or acting like a slut. Like they're not watching the dudes. Like a lot of times, I think straight women watch lesbian porn because, to be honest, the dudes in straight and porn are fucking gross. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they're not like hot dudes for the most dude, part. Oh, dude. I mean, some of them are pretty hot. 
but I don't th- I don't think they're focused on the di- like when I've watched porn I'm like yeah with like girls I've been like yeah you like a stick and they're just like yeah it's great you know like just <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of saying it just to like egg me up but I don't think they really care it's more like the just it's just like a idea of like people fucking they're people are same, getting off they're the same kind of placeholder it's weird yeah like you know it's like it's, a larger idea rather than the like micro like we're focused in on the small detail like her pussy or tits or something and they're just like it's like the whole scene of it right. you know what i mean or like if you if you go to the newsstand and you're and you're looking at the men's magazines and they all have like hot scantily clad women on the cover and then you look at the women's magazines and they all have hot scantily clad women on the cover like you'd expect there to be it'd be like oh yeah they should have like a dude on the cover it's like no no it doesn't right it doesn't actually work that way yeah they they just yeah i mean i don't know maybe they are envisioning themselves in the role of the woman or something i don't know that's what i do that's what i try to do (laughs) bro um but I didn't even know who fucking Billy Bush was. But it's like, how does that guy have a career in entertainment? Because he's and I don't. He's. Do you know what I mean? He's George W. Bush's first cousin. Oh, okay. I didn't know. That. Yeah. It's amazing. Like the the impressive thing to me is that in a family with a guy named Jeb Bush, you can still have a notably stupid name. <laughs> like, you can still have the stupid like you can name. still have a name that people are like man that's a fucking stupid name and even with even with jeb bush as your cousin you still have a name that makes people say man that's a stupid name hey vince did you already talk about getting your puppy on the forecast have i talked about it i haven't yeah what, what so what was like the what was the impetus for you were like it's puppy time um I don't know. I just I just pulled the trigger. And how old is your puppy? Uh, he's he's young. You don't know his age? No, he's like eight nine weeks. Got it. Yeah. And you and you got him from like a rescue or a pound or what? Uh, I got him from like he hadn't been to a a, a a pound yet. You got him off Craigslist. He was like a farm stray. Yeah. A farm stray. Yeah, yeah, that's like a thing. I don't know what the f- I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, it is what it sounds like. He's literally like, biting me as we speak. Like they just live on. Fr- Does he shit really all over cute. your apartment? Does the broadcast smell like headquarters smell like shit? No, no, he hasn't shit in the apartment for a while. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. It's pretty smart. I'm going to come up and meet that dude. Yeah. So people do this thing. Uh, like I was walking him today, trying to get him to poop outside, which he's pretty good at. But, um, and then, you know, everybody wants to pet him and it's weird. Cause like, I kind of feel like Santa Claus. Cause when you have a, when you have a puppy in the city, it's like, you're, you're just basically passing out joy. Like everybody, yeah. like he walks by and like people like almost crash their bikes. Cause they're like, Holy shit. Look at that cute yeah. ass puppy. And I get it because I would do the same thing. Um, and it's weird. I'm just sort of like, I'm sort of like Santa Claus is, is manager or something. Just cause, But even better than Santa, Santa Claus because like little kids cry with Santa Claus. But like little kids don't really cry with You're a puppy. You're Santa's agent. You're like, you yeah. got to fuck me to pet him. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like, so, like women will pick him up. And they'd be like, oh. and he'll, he'll lick their face and they'll be like, oh man, I needed that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, it's totally, 
you know, you need that puppy love and it feels, it feels great. Although people, every once in a while, people do this thing where they like, they get them all hyped up and then they start trying to correct them and it bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> like you did this. They'll, they'll like, you know, they'll shake them around and they'll pick them up and they'll let them lick, lick their face. And I, I try to keep them from jumping on people cause I'm trying to like create good habits while he's small before he, before he gets like big enough to work to where that's annoying. But, um, you know, you can't always do that. People get excited. You know, they want to, they want to pick them up and let them lick their face and whatever. It's fine. But then sometimes people do that and they'll be like, no, no, stop biting. Stop. Like they'll start correcting them. Like they're, they're his mom. And I'm like, man, you, you totally put the, you brought this on yourself. Don't start. Yeah. Like don't get them all hyper and then, and then be the one correcting them. I'll do that. I don't yeah. Know. I'm like, correct. I'm a, I'm a protective dog dad. Have you watched any other, um, movies lately? No, I think we we're gonna put this one to bed. Oh, the the podcast is over. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I watched Amanda, Amanda. I watched Amanda. Amanda Docs. Amanda Knox Doc. Yeah, that was fucking that. Uh, did you watch that one? I did. That that Italian fucking investigator was unbelievable. Dude, they, I mean, uh, they honestly <laughs> underplayed how crazy he was. Right. Uh, I talked about him before, <laughs> and I read that um, book. That you read you that book? Yeah. yeah. There's a book called The Monster of Florence, which is about a serial killer um, in Florence, and that same prosecutor uh, completely f- like just butt fucked the case from beginning to end. He did the same thing where he like he picked one exit. person and like whatever, whatever theory he needed to come up with to make that person guilty. And, he did. And literally at one point, the big thing holding his case together was that, um, this artifact that they found in the, in the suspect's house was, uh, a a, a satanic artifact that opened a gateway to hell. And then like, <laughs> And then they, then like the defense called someone to testify, and they're like, "No, this is a doorstop, and uh, <laughs> yeah. we, and my company manufactured it." Um, so there was th- also another guy that was supposedly involved in this in the ring of Satanists that were involved in the Monster of Florence case, where one guy like died in a boating accident, mm-hmm. and they were convinced like it wasn't the same guy, and so yeah, they like so they actually exhumed his they, body, they exhumed yeah. the corpse, and then he was like, oh well, they must have switched the yeah, body. Yeah, there was a corpse switch. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. It's, it's it's bonkers, and um, so Doesn't there, there was look great. there was like a a, a, a you know five we'll call it five minute segment in the Amanda Knox documentary, and it was mainly told from the viewpoint of the tabloid reporter and oh. he was just saying like well they he told us the news so we reported it and there's like this montage showing all these headlines that go by really quickly and it's like voodoo and all this bizarre shit and i was like they could very easily redo that documentary with like a 20 minute segment with this guy explaining all the fucking theories <laughs> yeah. and it would just be amazing and that's like really what i wanted so it was a good documentary but in a way i'm kind of disappointed that they didn't play up like how fucking bonkers this guy was and like how incompetent of a um, police investigator he is. And in fact, I didn't even, I I knew he played a part in the Amanda, Amanda Knox thing. But a few years ago, I was explaining to one of my friends, a guy that I worked with that I was reading this book, the monster of Florence. And I made some mention about like, Jesus Christ, like these poor people just got railroaded and got accused of like, satanism and group orgies and all this crazy shit and this guy he's so conservative he's like yeah bro italy it's a fucking third world country bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was his comment i uh i thought the same like i thought the same thing where 
I, I understood what they were doing in the dock where they were trying to give these people like enough rope to hang themselves kind of thing. But um, I kind of wish there was more uh, editorial voice a little bit just because like that, the investigator was such a piece of shit. And then the tabloid journalist, like I've never wanted to jump into a documentary to like beat someone's ass so badly as with that guy maybe like ken kratz and making a murderer but Mm -hmm. like that the british tabloid journalist guy where he's like whoa what do you expect us to like check facts and it's like well first of all yes second of all even if you don't check facts you could at least have some fucking critical thinking skills yeah i mean i it's just i i never thought that fucking uh I mean, he just he just had no like sort of self review. It was like he was he took such glee and in the whole thing. And you're like, well, but a girl still got murdered. Like maybe you don't want to act this excited. Like you have a fucking boner and you're the most excited person. It's over, and you're literally taking your boner out, <laughs> pouring baby oil on it. He was admirably open about what a piece of shit he was, and then like <laughs> how much he got off about like getting his name in the paper. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile uh, like are people reading like Amanda Knox in voodoo sex orgy no one's reading that like thinking about the guy who wrote it like not a single fucking person right. is like ooh I really like this Nick whatever whatever his yeah, name Nick was Pisa. yeah oh Pete this Nick, Nick Pisa. Pisa shit yeah this guy this Nick Pisa is a great writer no one's reading that thinking about that guy you know it's the biggest uh, hole in the documentary that like should have been explained one way or the other how did they not evaluate the the duke in the toilet for DNA? <laughs> right. Someone someone didn't left they? this shit in the toilet. Well, they didn't talk about it. Do is there not? Maybe there isn't. Is does shit have DNA in it? It's got to. It it pulls tons of uh, yeah. intestinal cells. Yeah, you'd think when you're when you're shitting. They didn't even address that. Can you imagine just like raping and killing a person and then just taking a shit and it's not It's the flushing? ultimate. But like, it's the ultimate signature. Like it wasn't disrespectful until that point. <laughs> yeah. The doo-doo bandit strikes again. Yeah, it just really jarred something loose in him. <laughs> all that, all that, you know. It was just weird that like they, they caught the guy who did it and then they're like, well, yeah, he did it. But also these other people were involved somehow too. Yeah. And, and I, also I mean, the, like, the, I mean, the, I, I, I guess you can chalk it up um, to... I always fuck this word. Naivete? Is it naivete? Naivete. But she's like, I don't know how my DNA got on that knife. And it's like, you spent five fucking days at his house. Your DNA is probably all over it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was even in the present day interview. She's like, I don't know how the DNA got on that knife, you know? And so, fuck, man. I, I can just see where she's like 20 and just being railroaded by these stupid fucking cops. Can I admit that yeah. her, her Seattle uh, s- style of styling like bugged the crap out of me? It's very Seattle. Like, there's something about Seattle people where they they really like they. I feel like they go the extra mile to look super dorky. Yeah, and just not sexy at all, and just kind of like it's cold outside. <laughs> You're like, we get it, fuck face. Um, it's like yeah. it's the original normcore. Like they, they they came. I think feel like they invented normcore. I don't it's know also weird. It's like warm core. It's like weirdly had yeah, warm core. It's warm core. It's like weirdly infantilized too. Like she kind of, like she kind of, sort of styled herself like a seven-year-old a little bit. No, I don't know if I picked. Up. Like the hair, like she had the hair of like a five-year-old. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah. She was she's odd. She was an odd person. She definitely seems very weird. Yeah. She, yeah, she has that like like the type of person that goes into like uh, has like a you know biology degree or so you know what I mean like she just very <laughs> yeah. sort of she did, matter seem, of, she did seem like a science major biology degree. yeah like a science major just very you know withdrawn and, but and I like science I, I, never I like thought, the earth I like the earthy folks better than the like the poli sci dickheads but you know yeah but I just never thought that like going to Italy that I it would that if something ha- like I, when I was in Vietnam, I was constantly there was part of me that was like terrified that that I would be wrongly accused for a crime and spend the rest of my life in a Vietnamese prison cell. But I would never think that about Italy. There you was know what a I mean, guy, I was I was uh, I went to, to to college. This guy that was in my film classes, he got wrongly accused of uh, murder in Costa Rica. I think he spent like a couple of years down there. Oh, great. It was like a big case. I forget what his name was, but I remember I remember him, and I remember not liking him, but then, but then I was like, oh, shit. He got, like, he actually got railroaded on a murder charge. Jesus. What a fucking... I mean, can you imagine anything worse? Well, yeah, you could, no, but whatever. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I, I got... I definitely got a little, like, anxiety during that documentary, just like... But that, I also think the people that it happens to... I mean, like, I don't want to like victim blame because like they are like, they are completely innocent, but it's like, there are a few moments where you're like, Oh, why didn't you just say it's, it's kind of like when you're watching lost and the person doesn't just say the thing that would get them off. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah. you're like, Oh, could you just tell them this? And then you don't, why the fuck tell did about you the s- fucking smoke monster? <laughs> yeah. Tell <laughs> me you saw a goddamn polar bear. That would get to the end. A lot of this fucking ambiguity. Yeah. Like there's a few times where you're like, why didn't you just say this? Like, cause they like basically, ad- yeah. they admitted or something like, I don't know. I guess there was a language barrier, but they, they both, they both basically like made weird stories up under torture. I don't know. I've never been tortured, but yeah, I was, a, I but like, thinking if you're, that, if you're like, in a police station, like don't admit to anything. Like everybody knows that. Right. Yeah. Just always just be like, I, I'm talking to a lawyer. I'm not, ta- I need to talk to a lawyer. Like. I need to talk to somebody from the U.S. Embassy. I need to talk what's going on. But, you know, just say anything. I mean, I would just repeat that. Ad Definitely don't make I mean, any concessions where you're like, oh, I guess so-and-so could have done. Like, I wonder. No. I feel like I feel like I wouldn't hold up under uh, uh, very well in, in, in under questioning, though. I would just even just sitting in a room, I'd be like, how long am I going to sit in this room? Well, well, how long are they going to keep me in this room? Like not yeah. even being tortured. I would just start panicking i don't know but i don't think i'd be like okay i killed him can i go home now <laughs> yeah can I watch wrestlemania <laughs> oh poor guy yeah uh, what's well, inconsistent but you expect that from brendan dassey you don't expect that from like a college educated like american and her yeah boyfriend. i don't know i just think i mean she's like what 19 or 20 like yeah. I, you just i you know people can when you're that, when you're still 19 and 20, you're still basically a kid. Like yeah, someone who's older than you yeah, for sure. and an authority figure, like a cop, like they could, they can yeah. really run circles around you if, if they want to. That's true. But man, they both like drop the dime on each other. You're like, God damn, really? Yeah. What did you guys, did you guys watch the Joan Bonet thing? No. Oh, you didn't? No. Did that, did I, that bring I, any, was was there any, like, anything new or interesting? I figured it was just going to be kind of the same facts. 
I, well, I don't know. I didn't really follow the case when it was going on, so I don't know what was new and what wasn't. But, it, it, I mean, it was pretty, like, the conclusion they came to at the end of the of the, um, of the the show, I had come to within, like, 10 minutes of watching the show. What, Stephen you know, Avery, I was like, Stephen Avery killed her? Steve, that Brendan Dassey killed her. They burned yeah. her in a fire. Uh-huh. No, that, that the brother had just was like kind of a retard and he just hit, hit her in the head, killed her. And then they, they basically got panicked and they came up with some fucking weird story and they wrote this letter. And, and then that this, that this fucking story took on a life of its own. And all of a sudden it, it, it took off in the press and then they basically couldn't back off of this horrible thing that they had created. Yeah. 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 That was it. All right. Well, you want to put this one to bed? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Uh, um, Joe, you got anything to plug? Don't. Cool. At, at Joe Sinclitico on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram. Cool. Cool. I'm going to come up to San Francisco, uh, this month. Oh, that sounds fun. All right, from uh, Brendan, you want to take us on out of here? I almost took us on out of here, forgetting that you were here I know, to do the I know. dirty Thank work. Thank God I'm here. Brendan. Yeah. Brendan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Joe, thanks for coming on. Yeah, bro. Phone Matt, great to have you, even though you're not here anymore. Uh, yeah, as always, uh, email us, frogcast.gmail.com. Vince, what's the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. Booyah. Thanks for listening, and until next week, good night and good chins.